1: Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. People of Earth, the following podcast is not real. And in today's episode, we're still in the parallel, parallel, fake dimension, Cowboy World. So, whatever you're being punished for, apparently you haven't quite learned your lesson. Remember, Cowboy World contains a counterpart to each of our beloved familiar heroes. But don't worry, they still have all the idiosyncrasies you've come to love. An inability to listen, a wandering accent, a being Arnie. But don't take my word for it. After all, your approval means nothing to me. Sit back and enjoy the show.
2: Thank you so much for letting us stay here While we're in your weird cowboy world
3: Uh, what do you mean by weird?
2: Well, you know, I'm from a regular earth And I've spent the last If you got a problem
3: with me, son You're gonna have to pull your gun And face me in a gun-slinging fight
2: Oh, shit, I'm so, I'm sorry Here, and it's totally Cause
3: I'm an outlaw I'm an outlaw and I don't take no guff but I've got a heart of gold. I believe it.
2: I believe that you do. People who with guns who say they have a heart of gold are always really responsible. I've been spending the last seven and a half years with a version of you that's a wizard that I can really just make fun of and shit on.
3: Look, that guy ain't that guy ain't me. That's true. We have yet to find whatever parallel per version of me may exist in your world. While that there's clearly an Arnie and another Arnie, and there was clear to them folks last week that was what was the same as what you said, but I'm clearly not that fellow that has accompanied you into this world.
2: Ulysses, that is, Usador is you. Look over there. Look over there. right now. I do not think so. Right now he's talking to to the cowboy world version of me, and they're having pretty much the same conversation.
3: I don't think so. I think I'm quite a different individual than Ulysses. When you think about it, uh, we don't even sound alike, really. Uh, We have different names. Arnie, you've got the same name as Arnie.
2: Look, I'm not going to argue with you, but you seem like exactly the same. You just seem like a magic version of Ulysses.
0: I mean, he can't do magic at all. What
2: sort of idiot can't do magic? No one, no one can do magic in this world. It's a rootin' and tootin' and cowboy world. Rooting and tooting? Speaking of, Usador, can I ask you if there's parallel versions uh, in your world that you call Foon, do you have some sort of equal to a guy named John Bovey? He rides on a steel horse, and he's wanted... Alive or dead?
3: Uh, well, uh, there's, of course, the great knight, uh, Jean Beauvais. Oh, that sounds like a cow. Is he a cow? Uh, no, uh, he has, he has a a kind of armor that gets slippery when it's wet. Oh. Yeah, that'd be hard to fight against. You go to grapple with him and you slide right off.
2: That's right, and he just gets better looking. Look, uh, magic Ulysses, uh, y- Usador, right? Yeah, yes. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, it's been a it's been a treat talking to you and the other me. Uh, but we have to start our podcast. To, you know, we have a regular schedule. So, do you mind maybe? I'm sorry. I'll fuck right off. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll go we'll go sit over there and and we'll take notes or something for you. Maybe we'll do an after show or something. Is that something yousler? Sort of we should consider doing. Probably not. Oh hey, I should interject here. Um, here at the Burgundy Bronco, um, we do have tonight. There's a deaf comedy leopard who's going to be coming to the stage, telling some jokes and stuff. So you can't stick around and record. Okay. Sorry to shut that down. Oh, that's okay. No. I don't really seem like that, do I?
3: Seem like what to like that other fella,
2: like that other Arnie. Like, clearly, that's another me. We look similar. And I'm sorry, I'm, which Arnie is talking to me right now? Champ. I'm the Arnie that you've known for over seven uh, right, years. Right, right, right. Yes, yeah, listen to me do my very distinct opening to this podcast that will prove that it's just okay, me okay, okay. okay, okay no okay. way like anyone else.
3: And you better get it all exactly right.
2: Stop pointing a gun <laughs> at me, Ulysses. That does not help. All right. Hello from the Dusty Saloon. A weekly podcast from the Wild West, Rootin' Tootin' world of Hyphoon. I'm your host, Arnie NeCamp. Seven and a half years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a golden corral in Cicero, Illinois, into the old Western cowboy world of Hyphoon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the golden corral through the dimensional rift, and I use my rudimentary understanding of science to build this hand crank that supplies electricity to my laptop. So I'm able to record this podcast in the saloon, the Burgundy Bronco, and the town of Hogswood, and the land of Hyphoon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Champ the Talking Horse. Mm, howdy, partner. Ulysses, did he get it all right?
3: Uh, yes, he certainly did. I believe he has passed the test, and he is <laughs> one of our very own. Okay.
2: let's. Hey, let's the three of us... Let me uh, pull this out of my saddle. It's hard to reach back there. When you're a horse... Ah, uh, Okay, in my saddlebag, I bought us three red ascots... Now tie this around your neck, and this will differentiate us from these parallel people. I mean, I know there's no parallel to me. I'm just the one fucking horse in town. But let's all wear these red ascots. Wait, why do we have to be the ones that have to add something to our outfits? Like, shouldn't they wear the ascots? That was my initial thought, but then I thought the guy in the blue robes would look pretty tacky with a red ascot. Yeah, Does that make sense? It just looks bad. I do look good in red. You look great in red. Aren't you you joking, champ? The other day, when you sliced your finger open on that broken bottle, I was like, Artie looks great today. What's different? And then I realized you were just bleeding. That's how yeah, good it looks blood, on you. Yeah. And you know, I don't wear a lot of color because I'm wearing this priest outfit that I yes. started wearing after Father Blemish died. I
3: yes, 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 And
2: yes. I sort of took on his mantle as the fake priest of the town. Did you happen to learn anything about being a priest? Like, could you pass the smell test? Um, Meaning priests smell a certain way. Oh, yeah. Then Yes. Yeah, 100%.
3: Smell me. Champ, why is you the only horse in town? You
2: know what? I I, uh, I honestly don't know. It might have something to do with every single person in my family died from consumption, um, which I currently am afflicted by, or it could just be that uh, this land is inhospitable to horses, except for me because I can talk and uh, barter and trade and earn money. Yeah, for new listeners or listeners that maybe haven't checked in with the podcast in the last few years, We've gone through a couple champs. Unfortunately, they've died. Most of them have died of consumption. It's a
3: damn shame.
2: One or two of them broke their legs and we had to put down. One drowned in quicksand. Yeah. That was like, that happened over the course of four episodes.
3: Just heartbreaking.
2: <laughs> I can't believe you guys still kept recording with them.
3: Well, it kept looking like we were going to turn it around there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Ulysses, how have you been this week?
3: Well, I've been, uh, I've been hiding from them damn Pinkertons. And I've been righting wrongs whenever I see him. Oh, and I'm so sorry,
2: uh, Ulysses, uh, I didn't give you a chance to do your your introduction
3: Yeah I'm Ulysses D. More, wildest gunslinging outlaw you ever met wanted in seventeen counties, yet known wanted dead or alive. Yeah! I smacked myself on the ass. Yet I happen to be known for my bravery and noble heart by those that ain't trying what to manipulate me. The indigenous people from which we did steal this land know me as Dances with Lights and Shadows. The Spanish know me as Maestro del Chaos. And I'm known by those gurn Pinkertons in the Northeast green as album. Magic Jack Star. What'd you say? I said Green Album. I was just trying something.
2: I didn't care for that one bit. There's a bit of a weezer. Oh, uh, someone old? Yeah. Is a joke that only really old people will get.
3: Weezers need excitement. Wizla was on the show last week, Arnold.
2: I know. How's Wizla doing now that she realizes she's a ghost?
3: Just fine. Happy as a clam. A ghost living in a well just where a ghost is meant to live.
2: Hey, I'm very excited. We're back in Hogswood. And we're not the only person that's recently returned to Hogswood after a, a long time away. Our guest is Miss Quibbert, who we haven't seen in years and years. Evening, ma'am. Ow. Did you see
4: me come in earlier on the saloon doors? I just want to make sure you saw me, so I just went out and came back in and just let them flap behind me. How are y'all doing with your little red ascots? Cute, 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 cute. Oh,
3: thank oh, you. thank you. See, guys, it's working. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you to you, ma'am.
4: No problem. You got some kind of drink situation here. Do I, should I order something myself, or do you have a tab open? What's the deal? Are we going to oh. be gentlemen?
3: Uh, of course, uh, whiskey here for Miss Quibbert.
4: Oh, well, thank you.
3: I'll have a sarsaparilla.
4: Can I get a side of Coke? Conolio.
2: Oh, a side, what was that again? Coconolio.
4: That's what they make in Hyphoon. It's uh, a barley-based soft drink that goes mm. great with whiskey and has a little bit of a taste that you feel like you're not supposed to be drinking it. Maybe you could be washing your clothes with it, but, uh, I, you know, it grows on you.
3: A cocanolia, a cocanolia bartender, and a sarsaparilla for the parson. And can I get some frozen carrot juice? I'll just look at that for a little bit. And some frozen carrot juice for the horse. Aw. Well, I have a name. So I called him the parson.
2: Yeah, that's true.
4: What am I, the girl?
2: <gasps> no, you're, uh, how would you like to be addressed? We don't want to yeah. insult you.
4: I don't know. Just, you know, mysterious maiden. I mean, a oh, Miss right. Quibbert, not Miz.
3: Heir to a sex robot fortune.
4: You know, my father makes the most beautiful steam-powered and crank hand turn sex robots that this town has ever seen. And if you look at the data, and this is the wild, wild hyphen west, so you're not going to get real data analytics. But I think that morale has been up, crime has been medium, and, you know, I think, honestly... I think if Baron Solomon had a little time with one of the robots, he might not be so tight-gripped on this old town, making everybody miserable.
2: Can I just ask? Steam-powered makes me think. Am I? Would I like burn my dong?
4: Well, you know, we have the steam chambers mostly in the feet and head, but there's a little.
2: I'd 100% burn my dog.
4: It depends on what you like. And there's different, you know, because he'll do custom ones. But what he will never do is make a robot that will not have sex. Because that is immoral and rude to both the robots and the purchasers of Mm -hmm. such pleasures. I mean, why are we trying to taint pleasure? It gets me so riled up. taint
2: pleasure. Now I'm thinking of taint pleasure.
4: Yeah, that's one of the many things we offer. We have feather tickler fingers. That's one of the new lines.
2: I can't believe I'm saying this again, but Champ jumped on that taint pleasure faster than anyone else could. Quick on the draw.
4: (laughs) Taint much, but they're special robots. We're working on jingles. Some more saloony tunes. Saloony tunes, absolutely.
2: So, Ms. Quibbert, I apologize. I've sort of fallen behind on keeping up with what's going on. You haven't
4: heard the ballad that was going around?
2: (laughs) There were a couple years I was like, what is the secret of the steam-powered sex robots? But then, you know, eventually I sort of stopped paying attention. And I'm sometimes even surprised... Those steam powered sex robots, that's still a thing? I thought that would be over by now. So what's going on with your dad?
4: You must have a healthy personal life with one of your hands or something else because these steam powered sex robots have exploded on the scene to the oh. point where I don't know if you noticed, but that table over there is three of them and they're just having a drink to unwind because they're able to make friends now. As long as they get the steam and the crank, they have enough power. For you know, a fuck and a hangout
2: Uh, Can I just say, I did have a friend of mine Who got hurt when one exploded I guess the sex robots are just very Very condescending In that they're filled with condensation From all the steam, and that gets on the wires And they explode
4: they're condescending, and Thank we you. did take that to heart, and we did have a sextalment where we paid off anybody who was injured, and there were a couple people who died. And what we did as you know, my daddy runs a really good company, and we chased down the spirits of all those dead people, animals, beings, and we made sure to give them a really nice little ceremony that sort of gave Aww. them the option to try again in the afterlife or have a coupon for if they, you know, return in reincarnated times, they'll have a coupon stamped on their soul and they can have a free sex robot when they come back. Because that's just what we believe in. That's just what we think is right.
2: If they're dead, it's almost a re-coupon.
4: Yeah, it's a re Because when you're dead, you're cool. But people don't s- promote that. And we actually, the Baron almost shut us down when we were putting flyers around saying, if you die, we will let you have a special time in the afterlife because apparently we couldn't prove it.
2: So it sounds like there's some kind of beef between uh, Solomon Rangoon. There's a
4: whole ranch of cows between us.
2: And he's the railroad baron. Seems to have a lot of power in this area.
4: Yeah, well, it seems like he doesn't have a lot of power in some other areas because maybe if he could just for once let loose and come inside a sex robot, maybe he wouldn't be so ding-dang mean to all of us.
2: That sentence took a real turn that I wasn't expecting halfway through.
4: Well, what do you expect from a lady wearing a red dress with her tits up to her chin? I'm dirty now.
2: <laughs> yeah, you seem like you've been through a lot in the last few years. You're a little tougher and more rugged than the last
4: I'm time. I'm kind of leathery, that. right? I've been not avoiding the sun, but I've been drinking about the same amount of water. So on some days I am crackly smackly, but I think it's kind of fun. You know, I think I look a little bit like a... Like a fuckable tumbleweed in a red dress.
2: You keep accidentally licking your nipples when you talk.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it's not an accident, actually. It's uh, what I like to do.
3: Why would you avoid the sun?
4: well, for years I avoided the sun because I was told, Miss Quibbert, if you want to be a little school marm and you want to behave and you want to have a normal daddy that don't make steam-powered sex robots, you stay inside and you do little embroidery projects and try to beef up the men through the window when they come by, winking at them palely. And I said, you "You know what? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt. Arnie,
2: you've never heard the phrase beef up the men? Beef up the men through the window? Beef up the men. We're
4: raised to beef up the men through the window. Because that's what, they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to actually hear what it's like in your experience as a woman in the wild wild west they just want you to wink and smile through the window and they can go home and think about it but i'm through with that i'm living life now
3: yeah arnie it's a metaphor and a literal thing okay i think the phrase was originated by teeny tim
4: do you know teeny tim oh i love teeny tim
2: through the through the window you never heard that saying, Arnie? No, I haven't. What he always comes go? to
4: town and he always sings his little wee tiny songs. They're so tiny. You know, honestly, I think if the Baron could meet teeny little Tim, maybe in conjunction with some other recently dead spirits from, you know, sex robots, maybe something might change. Mm-hmm. But maybe the change has to come from somewhere else.
2: So, Miss Quibbert, speaking of change, you know, we're, I'm a much different person than
3: I probably was seven you years ago. You look exactly the same. Really? Well, except for the ascot.
4: Well, yeah, the ascot's really nice, a little pop of color.
3: Underneath the ascot, he's wearing a, a, the collar of a, a man of the cloth. Arnie, I'm going to start calling you Papa Color.
4: Hey, Papa Color. Aww. Papa Color. I love you, Papa Color. Oh, okay. I think the best thing you did for yourself was putting on a red ascot. That's the best thing you've done in seven years. Wow.
2: Oh, in my, in my
4: opinion, because I, I don't have the perspective of your comrades here. Did
3: you just call us comrades?
4: <laughs> I called you whatever you want to be called.
3: Uh, well, uh, Miss Quibert, we'll catch you up on all Arnie's doings during this here break.
0: This podcast
3: is supported by
0: FedEx. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.
5: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T
2: Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in
0: when you switch. minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies
5: ctmobile.com
2: Look Miss Quibbert I am not judging anything I, you know I spent the last week having sex with a fake wagon standee, so you know I just oh, do you want yeah. like a
4: coupon or a re coupon or something
2: uh, no, I'm okay, but thank you so much. I'm just, I'm just happy to see you. You know, it's it's good to see old friends. Arnie, I had to pick splinters out of your dick for three days. And honestly, I'm just happy for you. I'm happy you found someone. Well, you're a good friend. You're a good friend.
3: And a good priest. I think we covered everything that Arnie has done in these It's transpired in these last years. (laughs) You
4: shared more than I was expecting you to. And yet I still feel like I know exactly the same amount about you.
2: Yeah, I guess I didn't talk about, spent a few years thinking I should do cowboy world justice and became a little bit of a gunslinger. But then uh, I decided to swear that off. And now I'm a man of peace and not a man of war. A la Spider-Man.
3: You also spent those three months where you you just were sleeping with a wolf, trying to commune with a wolf. There was nothing sexual about it. It was just like, I'm going to sleep outside next to this wolf.
4: Well, it was a respect thing, I would imagine. You know, you gain each other's respect.
2: Yeah, and I got to be clear. The way that Ulysses said it made it sound weird. It was purely platonic. My relationship with the wolf was in no way like my relationship with that fake wagon standee. Platonic? Is that some sort of metal? Yeah, I've got a rudimentary understanding of metallurgy.
4: I mean, I think it's pretty metal to spend a night out in the woods with a wolf.
2: Very metal. And Arnie, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you had a metal allergy. Um, I will try and keep my bits away from you. Yeah, please. You walked right
3: into that one, champ.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, see. I hear it now. I hear it now. So, Miss Quibbert, I guess what I was asking before was, what what's caused this change in you?
4: I found that I was sick of playing by everybody else's rules. And the moment I started making my own rules... Well, you know what they say, the brighter you build that bonfire, the more darkness you find. And I found some darkness in Baron Solomon, and he's a dark, rainy, ominous cloud over this town. And I'm fixing to make the sun come out so maybe we can have one rainbow for the first time in years. Wow,
2: you seem real mad at Solomon Ragoon.
4: He's the reason that my father is not making sex robots from this here realm. But I'm doing all these robot designs myself, and yes, people are exploding. But once the Baron's gone, Mm -hmm. I will be able to make the perfect sex robots. We are so close to a utopia, and yet there is a barricade of darkness, a barricade of darkness that I intend to blast out with my shining lights. Even if those lights are two headlamps with my nipples, I keep licking.
2: Can I just say, wow, what an impassioned, empowering speech. That got me so amped up that I'm actually going to... Whew, okay, I'm going to do it. Guys, excuse me for one moment. I'm going to go over to that table of three sex robots, and I'm going to make a move. I'll be right back. Good luck. Okay, let me just Good luck. walk over here. Okay, let me, let me saunter. Should I trot? Or? No, let me saunter. Saunter, saunter, saunter. Uh, hello, sex robots. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay. Um, how are you three uh, robots doing? sex robots doing today? What do I call you? Do you have names? Fine. Okay, fine. That's appropriate. I'm Jill. Jill. Fine. Jill and Johnny Five. Johnny Five. You're alive. Very good. Uh, Can I interest you? I don't know if this is uncouth. Um, Can I interest you three uh, sex robots in a drink or would that like
4: fuck up your wiring? Fine.
2: You want five drinks? Okay. Uh, I'll have a sarsaparilla. Okay. Sarsaparilla. How about you, Johnny Five? I'll have electricity. Huh. What to do with that? Okay, I will be right back. And can I just say the three of you look ravishing? Fine. What did you say? I said the three of you look ravishing?
3: I've never ravished anyone.
2: Oh, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't an accusation. It was, um, it has to do with optics. You look to my uh, horse eyeball ravishing. What are you trying to say? No, actually, I'm it? with you two. The term is actually pretty archaic. Uh, it sounds like I'm going to eat you. Uh, you three look lovely. Fine. What? Um, I, I'll be right back. I'm. I'm a, I seem to be a bit over my head. Uh, uh, ladies, I'll be right back with your drinks and electricity. <laughs> Fuck me! That was that could not have gone better. Yeah, I. I could have given
4: you some tips, but you just went <laughs> barreling over there like the mayor of Didn't need them. Robot Town.
2: I absolutely crushed at that table. Are they looking? Are they looking? They're
4: all. They're all looking at you. Their heads are turned at a real weird angle, and they are looking at all oh, of us, but especially fuck. you.
2: Their eyes. Yeah. Some of their eyes are glowing red.
4: Well, they're off duty, and they're supposed mm. to kind of just be in hangout time, but. Uh, if they're off duty, I don't
2: want to bother them because there's that old saying: uh, "The workers are going home." The workers are going home. Is that on the Green Album, Weezer? <laughs> Well, can I just say, um, n- no offense to your plan, uh, but I've f- it feels like the sex robots are perfect as is.
4: Well, yeah, they're perfect. The only thing is they're being throttled because Ooh. the reason that my father was killed at Baron Solomon's hand, uh-huh. whether or not you want to look at the evidence, oh, it was an accident, it was a coal mining, you know, the, the coal basket went down the rails too fast and he was standing there.
2: There's been a murder.
4: Yeah. I know the Baron was behind it. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. And I know that it was because he wanted my father to make those fine robots over there never have sex again. The only sex they were going to have was hammering nails into the railways on this never-ending quest to go places on a single track. It's like, you're a horse, you can go in any direction. Sex robot can go in any direction except a stilted, make-nothing direction where they don't even have their life's purpose at their hands. And neither anymore does my father. And so I'm here, and you can, you know what, write this down if you want to have an alibi. I'm here to correct the problem. That's all I'm going to say. Wow.
3: Well, well, that is quite a harrowing tale, ma'am, and I have to say to you... Uh,
4: I am a bit of a heroine.
3: If you need someone to help you right or wrong, you know where Ulysses D. Lamour is right here at this table.
4: Well, thank you, but if that's some sort of veiled I'm hitting on you thing, I'm not interested.
3: Nope. No, 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 no. No, I was just Ulysses. saying this. I'm, you, I'm say sort of
4: you say it like you just cooked me a pasta like yeah. I wasn't already at the restaurant ordering my own meal.
3: Uh, I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm an old west hero and I'm here to, you know, right wrong. Oh, what have so. you
4: done? I haven't seen a printout of all your accolades. Please bring them to my table because I'm sitting here waiting. Do you guys deal with this all the time? Is this how yeah. he talks to people?
3: Yeah, yeah. Pretty, much, H-
2: pretty much. Ulysses, pull the reins. What are you doing?
3: I was just trying to offer my services uh, to this lady who seems in distress. Offer your services. You are hitting on her.
4: Offer my services. What do you? Oh, I have an extra toothbrush that four other women used that it didn't work out with. No thanks. Busy that night.
2: A toothbrush? You know he doesn't have a toothbrush.
4: I thought you were saying you never heard of one. And I was like, come on. You got some sparkly shiners. You got to be doing something with those.
3: I grind them against a rock.
2: Hey, everyone, look. While we've been talking, looks like Usador, that that guy from the other world, is at the table of robots.
4: Oh, I'm such a fan of his. I heard about him in my dreams only.
2: What, what did you hear?
4: Well, you know, sometimes I have these weird dreams where I'm, like, laying down, and it's like I'm talking to myself, only it's like a little frog version of myself that just reports facts and figures. And so I heard all about Usador, and I'm like... Gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if you could just go somewhere over that rainbow and just see what goes on in some other world?
2: Yeah, I've had dreams where I'm laying down, but it turns out I was just awake.
4: I'd call it fooning it in.
2: Sounds like something I would do a lot of. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's listen to Usador fall on his fucking face at the table. Yeah.
3: I- I'm sorry, I, I-, I hate to tr- trouble you, but, uh, I just wanted to let you know, the three of you, uh, I am a big fan of automatons like yourself. Uh, back on my world, there's a play called Automaton Constable, and it's a story of a man who was once a man, and then he was cut down in his prime, a law enforcement officer, and then he was brought back to life as, a, as an automaton, uh, just just like the three of you. Uh, sh- sh- fuck me. Sh- Sleep, mode. Uh, sorry? Sleep mode. Sleep mode. Sleep mode. Uh, fine, fine. Oh, well, thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone said to me since I've been here. Did you guys hear that?
2: He said the nicest thing anybody said to him is sleep mode, fuck me, fine.
4: What is this guy's deal? I just feel like people don't always treat him right. If that's, I mean, like, let him have the win, but like, yeah.
2: sleep mode, fuck me, fine. Sleep mode fuck, fuck me me fine. Fine. Sleep mode, fuck me fine. Sleep mode, fuck
4: me fine.
3: I don't know how you people think that that is a version of me from you another
4: people. world. You people. Oh my gosh. Wow. What is your problem? This is what we would... <laughs> if you were one of my sex robots, I would put you inside the garage for two weeks.
3: Well, inside that garage, I would think on what I had done wrong No, and you'd reconsider. be unplugged
4: and you wouldn't have any consciousness. Oh,
3: well, damn. There's no way out of this scenario
4: not when I'm coming up with it, and that's exactly how it's going to be for the Baron.
2: Yeah, so if I'm reading the subtext of what you're saying, Miss Quibbert, you've come to town to enact some revenge on the railroad Baron for killing your father?
4: I'm here to keep an eye on this town and to make sure that the right things go right and the wrong things go away. Ooh,
2: I like that. I like the way that was put.
4: I was thinking, yeah, maybe I'd make like a t-shirt or something with a few of my darker sayings.
2: That's great. Can you make me a T-shirt? Oh, I can't really wear a T-shirt.
4: Here, I've got this one actually already made up. It says, Hornyville. I didn't even want to come here.
2: Put it on my back.
3: I love this. Now, damn it, champ. Every time we get a little piece of merch that's made for a human, you, you done take it. Sorry, don't blame me. Hornyville, I didn't even want to come here. Nah, well, it looks
2: better on you. And it look shows. how come spelled. Now, Miss Quibbert, I, I noticed that you have a notebook there that says ideas on it. Like, would you mind reading us a few more of your ideas?
4: Yeah, I've got a couple ideas. Um, one idea I have is a place where, when you go inside, everybody's already enjoying their meal and you're allowed to go up to them and ask them what you're eating. And they have to tell you, and then you can decide based on that if you want to order it. You're not eating their food. Oh. You're just going to ask them what they're eating, and they describe it. It's a little better than the menu.
2: I love that. It's almost like a buffet, but you get to kind of see what everyone—you get to see their experience at the table while they're and eating And you don't it.
4: have the indignity of serving yourself.
2: Exactly, which as a horse is troublesome. But so many times I'm at a buffet— and, you know, I'm looking at the food. I'm like, how do I know what's enjoyable? But if I can look into people's eyes while they eat at the table, then I know.
3: Champ, that's a trough.
2: Oh. Huh. I guess you're right. I thought it was a buffet. No wonder nobody else has come up to this buffet. And come to think of it, it's just one, it's just one type of food in here. It's just oats. That's
3: it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's either a trough or a really shitty buffet.
4: I could hide some maple squares in there if you want. Oh, would you? Let me yeah. close my
2: eyes. Hide them good. Hide them good. Ooh, yes, 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 yes,
4: And I put three coins in there, so don't eat too fast, and then you'll have some money.
3: <laughs> well, Arnold, it's almost time for the service. Are you prepared with your sermon? Uh, it's Arnie, and, uh, oh, that's right.
4: Do you need help writing your sermon? Do you need to rise up the people and give them hope amidst the shadow of this terrible barren Solomon trying to split babies in half, probably?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to be a symbol of hope for this town. And put my violent past behind me, but ah, I hate doing the sermons for some reason. Miss Quibbert, do you have any ideas of what I should do for my sermon?
4: Oh, absolutely. Now, the first thing I need to ask is where you're preaching from. Do you have some sort of book that everybody knows about, or is it more just like off the cuff of your own priestly mind?
2: Well, I have this rock that I painted the word Bible on, and people don't ask a lot of questions.
4: Oh, yeah, then that's easy. Just, you know, slam that on the table. That's how you start... And you say, all of you should have read this, but since I'm the only one who did now i can tell you the secrets and you'll have their attention then and you can just kind of tell a little anecdote about something you know sort of unrelated from earlier in the week and then quote a couple things related to that that you think would be nice like if someone mistreated you you can kind of call them out in a special way and then wrap up with a bang and have someone ready to start playing the music because then no one can question any of it they just go right into the songs we all know
2: Fuck Arnie, you wrote Bible on a Stone. Oh, I didn't know you were into Christian rock. I lost my appetite. <laughs> but I love I love your idea, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Miss Just
4: Miss. Miss. I've never been married. And maybe I never will. But maybe I will. Who knows?
2: Real subtle champ. You could just ask her if she's married.
4: It's Miss anyway. Like, you know, I don't know if the rules are different in Hyphoon, but single. Mostly business, missing my dad. I got a lot of issues I'm still working out and reading through.
2: Well, they say you misses all the shots you don't take. (laughs) Ha-ha. (laughs) Ha-ha. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Still gonna miss. (laughs) (laughs) Sham, she's not having any of it. I expected her to just go, fine.
4: I'm tired of getting hit on. I know I'm beautiful. It's just like... People see me and they don't see, they think I'm just another sex robot. And I say, then, then that's wrong because the sex robots are better than me because they are servants to the world. And I'm still out here trying to figure out if I can handle vengeance on my own. And I think I can, but then sometimes I'm like, what if I just put good into the world? And what if I just let somebody turn my crank and sucked and fucked till the morning sun came up? And then I wouldn't have no beef with nobody.
2: That sentence like took a lot of turns.
4: Oh, do you want me to make you a map next time? See if we can find a shorter route to my point? I'm a verbose little lady.
3: Damn. It's sometimes necessary for uh, a person to express themselves in a way that might seem loquacious to you, Arnie, but wow. to the rest of us is that the
4: word of the day in your little calendar? I got
3: friends in loquacious Quacious
4: places. Uh, you know what? How well this is going, me and the horse are going to leave together after this. Yes! Maybe.
2: Probably not. We'll We'll see. I love this will-they-won't sheet. Well, hey, let's take a quick break. Um, I'm going to eat some more from my trough and hopefully find those golden coins. And we'll be right back with more Hello from the Dusty Saloon.
5: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move, New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500.
2: So, Miss Quibbert. Yeah. Is there anything we can do to help you enact your revenge on the Railroad Baron? You can Baron?
4: preach a sermon. Oh, this is perfect. You can preach a sermon that just plants little tiny seedlings of dissent against the barren Solomon. Just little. T- well, have you ever thought about how maybe we shouldn't all give 16 tons? What do you get another day older and deeper in debt kind of stuff?
2: Oh, I like that. Arnie, are you writing this down? Uh, uh, yeah. Here, let me try. He that. was
4: holding that Bible rock up to his ear and saying nothing. What, do you think that's just going to tell you stuff? Does it talk to you?
2: I mean, if God wills it, I suppose. Ugh. I don't, hey, guys, shh, shh, don't tell anybody. I don't believe in any of that stuff.
4: Yeah, it's obvious. And then it, all these people come and they sit and listen to you like, this is what's wrong with this town. Because if anybody thought for themselves for one second, they'd be out here leathery in the sun, just doing their own <coughs> guns in the sky. I'm so sorry. I did not think that those were loaded.
3: <laughs> you should che- You should check before you do that.
4: Everybody's okay, though. Everybody's okay.
3: Yeah, everyone's fine. Padre, uh, I have to say, I, I'm not a fan of a sermon, but I do love a sermon that has a lot of foreshadowing in
2: it. Oh, okay. Because I got to be honest, I'm thinking like, am I, am I crazy doing this whole pretending to be a They get a, a little thing?
4: lascivious, you know? There's like, I feel like... Solomon sang a song when he first got into office, and it was real kind of sexy-like, and it got people stirred up, and they thought, maybe this Baron Solomon's kind of a fun guy. But then right afterward, it's just punishment after punishment.
2: Uh, is that your word of the day, lascivious? I got friends in lascivious, in lascivious
4: places.
2: Doesn't, doesn't work quite as well.
4: No, but you you know what? I see the L connection, and I appreciate Thank
2: it. Thank you. Wow, Okay. So are you suggesting I should start being... A sexy
4: priest? A little bit, because I feel like right now you're sort of leaning into the, like, oh, I'm so lucky to be upon this land, and I just hope I can get away with doing nothing, and then I have to write a sermon. It's like you get to put on a show every Sunday or whatever day you like to do your sermons. You get to get up there and make it your own, and they are stuck there, because they feel morally that if they leave early, they're going to be in trouble. So you could stretch. You can sing songs. I mean, you're not really hitting the gas on this, or the steam, as I like to say.
3: Yeah, really really add a sexual vibe to it, mm-hmm. and then and then guilt people for what they've done, and then you oh, go Oh, what do back. you know
4: about sex?
3: What do I know about sex? Yeah,
4: I'd like to know the last time you had sex and how it went, and I can tell if you're lying. Yeah,
2: Ulysses, tell us three things you know about sex.
3: I know that it often involves food and, and uh, rubbing food on each other's nether regions.
2: Sleep mode, fuck me, fine.
3: I know that it involves uh, the procreation of the human species... Okay. And <laughs> okay, he does know something. Two. And I know that it involves true love.
4: Just humans? Are they the only ones that do it? I got three robots over there that'll disagree with you on the procreation of the human species. But go ahead with your deep knowledge about all things sexual. Yeah, and I'm a
3: horse. Yeah, well, you are. Did a horse, you ever even
4: go to Hornyville? And did you want to come? Uh, I
3: did. I swear to you, once long ago under a moon, I met a beautiful red-haired gunslinger. Her name was Jennifer, and we did make love once under the moon, and I've never seen her again.
4: So it didn't go great?
3: Yeah, it's, it sounded like she left. She put on her red cowboy hat, and she rode off. saw her early in the morning, and, and, and as she rode off, she did turn back to me once and say, This was perfect. Don't ruin it by looking for me. And I never have. Wow.
4: This was perfect. Don't ruin it by looking for me. Oh, if I said that, then that means it was about a zero point two on the Richter <laughs> scale of fun. Oh, sorry, that's the Ripter scale. <laughs> Andy Ripter. As in, as in Ripter in two.
2: <laughs> oh. Ulysses, I have to ask. Anytime you see your red cowboy hat, do you have to wonder? I, I do wonder. I wow, wa 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 wonder. Why? Why, 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 why? She got
3: away. It's true.
4: We do have some models of the steam-powered hand-crank sex robots that can be customized to wear a red cowboy hat and a dress not unlike the one that I'm wearing.
2: I think if you put a hat on a robot, that's not customized.
4: Well, it might be custardized later if all things go well. So, you know, asses to orange juice, I guess.
2: Oh, you can put in custard eyes? Can Can I get like a general, just like a... Uh, general custard eyes. She's
4: got little custard eyes.
2: Now I'm hungry and horny. Can you customize it so it doesn't have the asses to orange juice feature?
4: (laughs) You know what? That's a default that we have, but we can make it so that it's something different. Another one that we've been trying out is the milk, milk, lemonade feature. And uh, around the corner, we've been doing some testing, hoping to get some fudge made for the robots. Mm.
2: I bet you asses to orange juice that you can go over to that table of sex robots and make an impact. Shoot your shot. All right, now, here I go. Excuse me.
3: You're excused. I'm Jill. I just want to know what it is you think you're doing. I'm just here to do whatever I can to help out.
2: Fine.
3: I'll fuck you. Okay.
2: Thank you, Johnny Five.
3: Johnny Five will fuck you. Johnny Five fucks.
2: Wow. Johnny Five is so attracted to me. His voice changed. Five fucks for five bucks. We can all change our voice. We're robots. We can all change our voice. My name's Johnny5.
4: Yeah, we can all change our voice. I'm having fun.
2: <laughs> I'm having fun too. My name's Jennifer. I wear a red cowboy hat. Guys, guys, everybody, we gotta get out of the saloon. Those robots are about to explode. I'm gonna go,
3: come go, go for you.
4: I've been listening
2: to all the cameras. I'm
1: coming for you. There's
4: orange juice in my ass. Oh, hold on. I can do something about this. And... All right, you three go home now. Take your rest.
3: Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Miss Quibbert.
4: They all call me different things, and I don't limit them. I think it's really nice that these sex robots are finding out who they are and how they have different relationships with different beings on this planet. They're
2: automatons with autonomy.
4: Oh, that one's leaking orange juice. <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. Can I get a towel? Scratch what
2: I said. Scratch what I said.
4: Johnny Five. We're just all really hoping that he pulls through and gets different.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if his wires got crossed or.
4: We we can't. Fit. Sometimes they just come out strange, you know. Johnny Five was the last robot that my father made uh, the night that he was murdered, presumably, by the Baron.
2: That makes so much sense. When he got up from the table, when you said to go home, he got up and started to walk ass
3: backwards. Um,
4: He always did, and he always does. So weird. So weird.
3: Is that why he has those scissors for hands?
4: No, my dad just needed a barber. Huh. Well, Miss Quibbert,
2: maybe one way you could get close to the railroad Baron to kill him. You know, there's the the annual... Shootout tournament coming up soon, and, and I think the railroad baron is going to enter.
4: As a marksman or a target?
2: Wow. I want that on a shirt. I'd have to check with him. Uh, I assume
3: as a marksman. I believe that was just a threat. Don't ask him. Yeah.
4: But yeah, I'd enter that. Is there like a, there's a form or something? I haven't done this in this town. I've done it in a few others.
3: Well, All you have to do is give a quarter over there to the bartender and uh, give him your name.
4: Well, I put my last quarter in the trough. <laughs>
3: Oh, I think you can also enter by screaming your intentions to the moon.
4: Oh, well, I'll do that tonight. Isn't it a good moon tonight?
3: It's a good moon, It's a
4: red pickle moon, right?
3: That's right. It is a red pickle moon tonight.
2: And Arnie, don't get me wrong. Didn't you say the railroad Baron Ragoon, who owns both Reading and R&R Railroad, didn't he enter a beauty contest as well? Yeah, and he holds the entire community chest.
4: He'd like to, but nobody wants to put their titties in his hands.
2: Well, uh, please know, Miss Squibbert, that we, uh, we're we here for whatever you need. Well, not I'll whatever be entering.
4: You- no, I know. And I know that you're of good intentions. Uh-huh. Ulysses, no idea. You are just chaos in a vase. Thank you, ma'am. And then, you know, the, our dear friend Pastor Arnie over here is just going to just lay a couple foundations of, like, Everybody should go to the big gun contest and, and, and root for whoever you want.
2: Uh, the minute you said, Pastor Arnie, I suddenly wanted a sandwich on her eye.
4: And you felt a little horny, didn't you? You saw. I saw. It. You're a horse and you're standing up.
2: Well, I think we better get out of here. Uh, it looks like they're setting up for deaf comedy leopard.
4: I might stick around, actually. I've heard oh. deaf comedy leopard is a scream and a half.
2: Yeah, I want you to stick around and get your rocks off.
4: No, <laughs> oh, you get your rocks off my table first.
2: Oh, sorry, that's the mic.
1: For a complete recording of Deaf Comedy Leopard, simply, no, you know what? Don't you do anything. We'll find you. Usador the Blue and Ulysses D. L'Amour were played by Matt Young. Champ the Talking Horse was played by Adel Raffai. Miss Quibbert was played by special guest Sarah Shockey. Check out her show, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, on the MLW Radio Network. And if you're in Chicago, you can see Sarah perform with the improv group Deep Schwa, Sunday nights at 8pm at the Annoyance Theatre. So it appears that the saga of cowboy world isn't quite over yet. But the main feed podcast is taking next week off, so it's not all bad news. Indeed, no new episode, but there will be an unlocked episode from the Patreon to tide you over. Then the show will be back on July 11th, all of us having learned nothing. Hello from the Magic Tavern is an independent production, made possible by Patreon supporters like Alexander Jamie, Laurie Berryman, The Great Lady, and it's spelled out G-R and then there's an 8. It's really fun, everybody. Bella, double exclamation points, inside voices, Bella, Ben Demmer, Doug C., Alex M., Dave Ranallo, wait a minute, we did you last week, Dave, no you don't, you have enough ringtones of your own name, you narcissist, Michelle, Owen Thomas, Ellen Duran, Ethan C., Mackenzie Nicewander, give our best to Tom Bombadil Mackenzie, Josh X Mayhem, Tara, Doe, Baz Evans and Melanie are trouble each and every one of you. Patreon supporters get ad-free versions of new and old episodes, all of the spin-off series, plus two completely new bonus episodes each month. In the most recent bonus episode, Arnie taught Chunt and Usador about a famous Earth comic strip. Here's a clip.
2: Arnie, what's in this big fucking box? Okay, this big fucking box. I'm just going to shove more useless pop culture into your brains. Because on my world... As a kid growing up, I just loved to read the comic strips in the newspaper. I'm not going to explain what a newspaper is or exactly what a comic strip is, but look at this book. We are, I'm going to introduce you to Garfield, the most hilarious cat on earth. <gasps> and he's going to strip for us? Well, yes, we are reading Garfield Takes the Cake, his, the fifth collection of his books. Uh, and yes, on it the- says
3: right at the bottom, his fifth book. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we starting with his fifth book?
2: Look, there are hundreds of these. You
3: don't I'm not going to understand what's going on. You're Look, telling
2: me this orange, goofy-looking motherfucker has five books? This is barely the beginning. There are uh, there are probably like 70 of these. <sighs> okay, so I'm looking at the cover of this book, Arnie, and Garfield seems to be talking, but it's a thought bubble. Mm-hmm. What, what is happening? Are we supposed to be able to see that? Um, Is it a thought or is it speech? That's a very good question. I mean, that's (sighs) the central mystery of Garfield because he only communicates in thought bubbles. But do other people hear it? Does his owner hear it? Okay. Also, on the cover of this book, Garfield takes the cake. He's jumping out of a cake. So you're telling me this cat sat inside an oven and was baked alive? Well, to be fair, we don't know for a fact that he's jumping out of the cake. You know, he's just like half in a cake.
0: It's he, could possible. Have jumped, he could have jumped into the
1: cake. Yeah, okay. first.
2: There could be a sex thing. You never know. That would be my guess.
1: Wow. And if this catches fire, who knows? Maybe someday we'll tackle the family circus and its many floating grandparent angels. To hear that whole episode and learn more about all the other bonus content, scoot on over to patreon.com slash magic tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. This episode edited by Tim Joyce. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. Cowboy World version of the theme by Eric Chikover. <laughs>
2: Welcome to the after-show from "Hello from the Rusty Saloon," hosted by me, Arnie from Earth by Way of Foon, and my co-host.
3: I'm Yusador the Blue, and we're here to talk about the Dusty Saloon. So I
2: poured some sugar on myself, right? I'm, I'm amongst my friends. I poured some sugar on myself, and they start licking it off like leopards do, right?
3: You know. There's a show going on while we're trying to do this, so we apologize if you're picking some of that up.
2: Yeah, I hope the audio doesn't bleed too much. Hey, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Quibbert, right? Do you yeah. mind being a guest on the after show?
4: Oh, not at all. I've actually been kind of on a roll today. I just, uh, you know, I sit down, I have a whiskey, and I just tell tales out of school and church.
2: Do you have any uh, secrets about uh, what was happening in that episode that maybe would surprise the listener?
4: Uh, Yeah, one thing that the listener might not know is that I have garters that go all the way up to my thighs and no underwear on.
3: Huh, I think the listener would like to know that. Interesting. How do you... But what are they...
4: Hmm. Usador, they're two separate things. What do you think, women just put on a big pair of tight pants every day or is that just what they do around you? quiet. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to steal focus. <laughs> Def Leppard's doing a really great comedy jam, and it just gets me inspired. Sometimes I think I could just riff till the day is done. So he takes his one
2: arm, and he just starts to beat me with it. Hey, uh, Champ? Champ the Talking Horse? Do you mind also being uh, a guest on call the call pres- Champ? You can just call oh, me Champ. sorry. Uh, Champ, what do you like to do after recording an episode of Hello from the Dusty Saloon? Ooh, um, I guess I like to try and search out some hay because, of course, hay is for horses. Mm-hmm. Um, I also will just kind of like gaze at this night sky because we get a lot of fun different moons. I don't know if you saw tonight is a red pickle moon. Uh, As much as you can at nighttime, you should spend outside and look up at the night sky. It's very, very impressive.
4: I'll be out there screaming my intentions to enter the shoot fest.
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. If you two have any intentions while you're here in um, Hogswood, you might want to scream them at the good
3: moon. I only have one intention to find out across the many multiverses just how many Arnies are there.
2: It's, it's not a very common name, so there probably aren't that many.
4: I guess, like, in the realm of six to twelve.
3: Oh, well, that's, that's not as interesting as I thought.
2: I mean, sometimes you'll get an Arnie with no I in it. Six no, to I mean,
3: twelve. That's I like, not.
2: To- I'm not from one amount to double. <laughs> but I'm not well, talking it's about a the range. <sighs>
4: You know, sometimes uh, the press is right You're talking to a
2: horse, you're talking to a horse You don't think I know a range?
4: I'm talking to a horse that has a <laughs> Hornyville shirt I thought that you were better than that I thought you were smarter than that It's horny
0: o'clock somewhere
4: Oh, that's a great idea
0: Doesn't anyone want to know how many Arnie's traveled from another world into a new world? 2 yeah. two
4: Seven, maybe? Is that a smaller range of numbers for you?
2: Yes, thank you You're so
4: welcome I, th-
2: I think we have something Guys, I think her and I have something Arnie, can I ask, why do you think it is that we have different versions of ourselves with different names, but all the Arnies are just named Arnie? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I hadn't Wait, really is there a real
4: different that. version of me? It's not just in my dreams? Oh, Miss Quiver,
2: yeah. I mean, I guess so. The voice is very similar. On Yeah. In the magical land of Foon, there is a talking frog named
4: <gasps> with a little hat, with a little ribbon. Now, that's who I always see in my dreams. And I thought that was just an invention of a way for me to talk to myself. I was like, oh. that is not a real person that has always existed. Parallel to me, keeping a line of sight across dimensions.
2: Now, uh, Arnie, can you tell me, um, sometimes I have dreams where instead of hooves, I have hot dogs. I mean, could that be something? Is there a universe where my hooves are hot dogs?
3: And there's that one where you're just a rock?
2: Yeah, I'm just a rock with a saddle on it. Nothing like that would happen nowhere none of the time. Okay, yeah, Just sorry, I just had to ask. <laughs> Dreams, huh? Well, I'm going to go look at the night sky. You folks have a fine night. Ms. Quibbert, if you need a ride home, just hop on my back.
4: You know what? I think I just might...
2: Oh, I just slammed through the door. Sorry. Okay, bye. You said are you enjoying our little vacation? Are you starting to feel antsy that we're not back in... Fo? Ansi?
3: No. Brilliant. Yes. Being here and meeting another Arnie has given me a terrific idea. Okay, cool. Don't tell me about it for at least uh, another week uh, or two. Uh, oh, oh. Nope,
2: nope. Sorry. We're almost out of uh, tape?